0: our pleasure to welcome you to your friendly drive-in theater. For the information of those who are attending the drive-in for the first time, the following hints will make you feel at home and add to your enjoyment. Firstly, if you've not already done so, remove the speaker from the stand and place it in your car. Secondly, adjust the...
1: Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Steve's Video Store, and, well... This is a special episode because Carl did an amazing record this week, and I want to applaud him for it. Congratulations, Uh-oh. Carl.
0: What the hell did I do? I don't even know.
1: Usually people have one computer go down in one week. <laughs> Not Carl. Yes. He has two that went down in one week. Yep. Beat that, motherfuckers.
0: <laughs>
1: well, actually, don't.
0: Yeah, it, it it sucks, let me tell you. It definitely sucks.
1: And he has to take a road trip all the way to, where is it? The guy wanted uh, you to go? To Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the way from so, so
2: New City
0: to, to
1: Wisconsin me. to get his computers fixed.
0: Okay, let me explain this. So so the Yelp said it was in Forest Park, which is right near me. And it's a 516 number, which is Long Island. So I called. I talked to the guy in the morning. I told him what was on. He gave me a quote. Then, I, then he said, call in the afternoon, late afternoon, which I did, and he didn't answer. That. He says, uh, so he finally called me back. He said, wait a second, where are you from? I said, I'm in Elmont. You know, I'm going to the floral park? He says, no, no. I moved to Wisconsin. I'm in Wisconsin now. And I said And I just said, What? You didn't change your Yelp or anything? And then you give me a quote without telling me you're in fucking Wisconsin? That's what happened. In the old
1: days, that'd be a stabbing offense, but we're more politically correct nowadays.
0: No, I just want to tie him down into a chair and make him listen to my bad puns for about 10 hours. Yeah. I think that's a.
1: But yeah, that's why. Don't worry. We will make it up this week with uh, two episodes, Brain Dead and uh surprise episode, which is one we haven't mentioned yet, but we will mention the day of the show.
0: Yeah, luckily I, it looks like I can borrow a computer for those. So we need to set those up right away so I can talk to 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 uh Angus and, and make sure I can do that, okay?
2: Okay.
1: And hello everybody, this is Steve's Video Store because it is Sunday at 7, Disney time, that's the crime. And it's been forever since we've done this. As a matter of fact, there's so yeah. much dust around here that it was pro- I, I'm afraid to blow on it because I don't want to see what's beneath it.
0: Yeah, so probably some dead bodies or shit like that, right?
1: I don't know. But yeah, the latest weekend, they're talking about this horrible drop. Let's see. Again, at number five, which where it's been for hell since it pretty much came out is everything, everywhere, all at once with the three million and it's up to 47. This movie has not moved for number five since it came out, Carl.
0: That's outstanding, yeah, in other words, it's got fucking legs it's got legs.
1: it's only lost two point two percent of its business. well, six point four percent of its box office I mean it's just whooping ass left and right
0: i I think that is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, more y'all need to see this one when it comes out on DVD on DVD, on, on demand or hell this theaters and watch this Watch it
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I got to do that No question
1: and speaking of the number five movie congratulations to James Hong for getting his star on the walk of fame this week
0: I think that is outstanding I think that is so cool. Uh, He has been in so many things over the years. We can't even list them all. I think he's got 428 credits on IMDb. Yeah. Seriously.
1: And his biggest cult thing is probably everything, everywhere, all at once for this generation. And for the 80s kids, it's Big Trouble in Little China. He was low pan.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It was magnificent, well Pad. And if you go a, a generation earlier, it's the sand pebbles. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he had a major part in the sand pebbles, too.
1: Nice to see someone who deserves it, in our opinion, rather than those that can afford it.
0: Well, you know what? Who was the – I can't think of the gentleman's name, but I think it was on Stranger Things. and And he – raise the money for the star for james hong
1: yeah i i don't know forget who either but bless them
0: absolutely
1: and at Absol- number yeah absolutely and at number Thank four you. is the new remake of firestarter i tried watching this on uh hbo max this weekend man it's just as boring and slow without the crappy Tangerine Dream score as the original version of Firestarter from the eighties.
0: Yeah, I have no interest in that at all. None. Sorry kids.
1: Yeah, we don't we didn't like the original Firestarter that had George C. Scott in it. That should tell you something. We'll watch the beast is loose. But we won't watch Firestarter.
0: Uh, No, no. The Savage is loose is what you mean, right? The Savage is
1: loose, yeah. We'll watch that shit, but we won't watch Firestarter. That should say something right there.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And number three is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. No surprise, kitty movie. Number two is The Bad Guys. With six million, which actually looks good. And number one, of course, is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
0: I mean, there are good things about that, by the way.
1: Yeah. Well, it's Sam Raimi. What do you expect?
0: Yeah, true. <clears throat> you know, they it's sort of a comedy, right? I mean,
1: sort of a comedy and it has horror elements in it. Nice, sort of like that scene in Spider-Man Two, where uh, Doc Ock's tentacles go all evil dead and kill everybody in the operation room.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah,
1: and it's got 67, and they're saying that should tell Marvel that we don't like their movies anymore. Uh, dollars and five hundred twenty-three dollars. I want to flop that bad on my second week, Carl.
0: Yeah, no shit.
1: And thank you to all the fans of Everything Arrow, All at Once, and Doctor Strange, besides Jamie Lee Curtis, for trying to start a war between two movies. What the fuck was that, you Activia-eating bitch?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know this, so you got to explain it to me. What the hell's going on? Uh,
1: she put in a tweet and a bad review on Rotten Tomatoes on Dr. Strange saying that it ripped off everything, everywhere, all at once. And that... All fans of everything all at once should hate and not see Doctor Strange because they both have multiverses in it.
0: Uh, I hate to tell her this, but uh, the multiverse situation was in the comic books way before. I'm right about that, right?
1: Yeah, and Jet Lee's the one.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's that one too. I forgot about that one.
1: And that episode of the Simpsons where the house tree house of horror with Homer and the Toaster. Oh yes. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> that why would you want to start shit? I mean, I know it's the internet. That's what we do nowadays. We start shit. But why? Over this. Let people enjoy what they want to enjoy.
2: Agreed. I mean,
1: everything, ever all at once is staying at number five for over a month now. I think it has nothing to worry about.
0: No, I don't think it does either. And, in fact, it's probably going to be more of a cold item over the years. Right? Yeah. I'm probably gonna have longer legs with uh streaming and that than than Doctor Strange. I would think so anyway. That's yeah. my guess.
1: Well hell, you know if it was the seventies, early eighties it'd be a midnight movie.
0: Oh hell yeah.
1: And people oh, yeah. would go there with gloves with hot dog fingers.
0: I still haven't seen it yet But I I want the hot dog figures uh, And and the rocks too I think are are supposed to be really cool too The scene with the rocks
1: Yeah, Yeah But Yeah that's the box office But sadly this has been a bad week Because My dream guest to get on here Which I never could find and one of the best character actors, which we did cover in uh That Guy episode, is sadly passed on, and that would be Fred Ward.
0: What a wonderful actor. Seriously, what a wonderful actor. Uh, of course, most people would know him from Tremors.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. At least my generation, right? You well, know, oh, yeah,
1: and mine too, yeah. Tremors, one of the best films that nobody went to see at the box office because of the crappy trailer.
0: Yeah, but you know something, though? Boy, did that have life afterwards. How many sequels now? Six? Yeah.
1: Once it hit home video and people seen that it was a giant worm movie. And the comedy, God damn, it didn't take long for it to kick in the gear.
0: No, it didn't. It didn't. And, and and the thing about that, too, that movie is it, it it has such a a good vibe to it. It's fun. And even the sequels without Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon and, and with Michael Gross are fun as hell. They're they're well, a lot cheaper.
1: Fred Ward's the star of the second one of them.
0: Kevin right.
2: no, Bacon but,
1: was supposed to come at back For one with Fred Ward But that one's probably scuttled now That Fred Ward's dead
0: Yeah Yeah, it's such a shame You know, re- and, and let's not forget You know, his other work I mean, we're talking things like The Right Stuff uh, Remo Williams uh, uh, he was part of the open repertoire in, in the 90s with the player. And, 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 uh, How sad is
1: it that his two biggest, well, two of his best roles of the 80s, no one watched in the theaters, the right stuff. No one that I know watched that in the theaters. Everyone that loves that either called it on video or on when the actual director's cut of it. That made sense. Came out
0: right. True. True. And 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 uh, what was the other one in the eighties that nobody Remo. wanted to Remo. Oh God. Um, I don't think it. You know, there is something that doesn't work in that movie. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. But 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 nonetheless, it's still a good film.
1: Yeah, it's the Destroyer, based on the Destroyer books. Why take something with such an awesome title as The Destroyer and think, hey, more people will go see Remo Williams? One, you're alienating the new fans who look at the title and go, that's goofy as fuck. And then the Destroyer (laughs) fans, wait, the Destroyer fans who are looking for that movie would map would miss it because they wouldn't think yeah. that they would give it a title like Rebo Williams, da-da-da, you know.
0: And from what I understand, the movie doesn't really capture the the books that well.
1: No, captures the books pretty good, but not as good as the books. The books should have been a hard R movie. Right. Well, you know how those 70s exploitation uh trash oh, yeah. pulp books were. The Executioner, uh,
0: uh the Destroyer,
1: ones like that.
0: You know, lots of sex and violence.
1: Yeah. Heck, even yep. when they reinstituted, reissued the Doc Savage, they gave them covers to make it look like there's a lot of sex and violence in those books. Boy, were people disappointed.
0: Boy, <laughs> i I The weird thing, you mentioned Doc Savage, I, I and going across the internet today, I do have a phone that has internet, by the way. Uh, I ran across the trailer to Doc Savage. Oh, my God, is that a misfire. Holy shit.
1: The movie's better than you would think it is, but it is a misfire.
0: Well, Ron Ely was the wrong person to cast. He's just horrible in the trailer. I mean, literally horrible.
1: Yeah, George Powell really shit the bed with it. I ain't going to lie, but it is still decent. Mm hmm He really, yeah. It's one of those he shit the bed along with uh, Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger.
0: Yeah, that one didn't work either. Uh, By the way, I got to tell you something. Jumping back to Fred Ward here for a second. Yeah. I need to get, okay. So would you believe he did a movie in 1992?
2: Mm-hmm. Which
0: was a two-hander. It was just him and another actress,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was directed by Beth B. What's, What's it okay, called?
1: What's it called? Okay, I'm
0: ge- that's why I'm getting to it right now. Hold on, just a second. Um. Okay. Uh. Shortcuts. Two small bodies. I've
1: never heard of that.
0: Yeah, two small bodies, and it's directed by Beth I didn't know that either, but they and brought what, it out. In some,
1: yeah, go ahead.
0: Go ahead.
1: They brought it and out what, in some of the. Uh, <laughs> they
0: brought it out in some of the uh, 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 articles i read about his passing. Do you know which one that
1: we forgot when we were talking about him the other day that we should be ashamed because of how much we like the movie? Okay. Miami Blues.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, he's great in that.
1: Yeah, motherfucker stole my badge. Are you pissed about that? (laughs) No, he stole my teeth, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much why I say that movie didn't go over because it's got a weird mix of noir and high comedy.
0: hmm
1: There's a sense. couple
0: others I need I need to mention, okay? Okay,
1: go ahead. We didn't
0: mention we didn't mention Henry and June. Which yeah, you that, know that's he's
1: the, great in it. It's just that the was not, the wrong movie to pick as the first no. NC seventeen movie to go mainstream.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we also mentioned of course his work with uh with Altman, but the one movie that I keep forgetting he's in
1: mm-hmm. is
0: Thunderheart. Thunderheart.
1: Oh, you uh, know you the love that one to death. Oh,
0: I fucking love that movie. Seriously. And he's really good in it. He's really good in it. Valcomer, that movie's Sam very Shepard.
1: underrated.
0: Incredibly underrated. Love that movie.
1: And it's based on a real incident, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: That's another movie. Even before nowadays, back then when it first come out, people accused it of whitewashing the story of Leonard Peltier.
0: And it didn't. No. It didn't. It's a great it's a great little movie. Uh and it's one that I do recommend for him because he's really good in it too. He's really I'd good. I'd
1: recommend it. it. This is a Steve's video store double feature. Carl and Steve approved of watch Thunderheart back to back with incident at Ogallala
0: Oh yes. Yeah, I would agree. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and of course, incident is also based on on the Leonard Peltier.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, documentary.
0: He, it's the documentary, yeah. And Peltier, by the way, plays basically himself in Thunderheart. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, what else do we got? Come on, we we got lots to talk about, I'm sure, yeah,
1: I know we got lots to talk about, well, like I said, we're still Fred Ward, short of all of his Altman films, the one that I love the most is shortcuts
0: that that's the incident about that finding the dead body, the fishing crew, finding the dead body, yeah, segment. and
1: then him going into the swinging with the other couple at the end of the second half of the movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, she thinks I got a small dick, honey. Then you have a small dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that movie is, you know, the actors in that really put themselves out. You know that that's such a great film, and and, yeah. and if you're an old fanatic, you're you're going to know it and love it. But but most people don't know that movie. Unless you're an fan fanatic, I think. Or a Raymond
1: or, Carver fanatic.
0: Or a Raymond Carver fanatic, yeah.
1: If you Agreed. find the old uh, Criterion book edition of Shortcuts that come with the book of short stories by Raymond Carver that the movie was based on, snap that up if it's a decent price.
0: Uh, you're not going to, you're not going to let me, I'm not going to sell my copy of that. I can tell you that. Yeah. Ain't going to happen.
1: Because after you watch the movie, you're going to want to read the stories.
0: Oh, yeah. No question. No question.
1: And people say that the player was the start of Altman's comeback. I say bullshit. It was Shortcut.
0: Actually, shortcuts comes after. Blair. I
1: thought it shortcuts was before. Come...
0: No, it's after. After. Okay. To to me, the movie that got that 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 you know his comeback, and I think people forget about this is come back to the five and dime, Jimmy Jean, Jimmy Jean
1: Yeah, but that uh, was early was, 80s.
0: That was mid eighties, and 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 because of that, he got his one. Uh uh studio film in the eighties and that fucking died. <laughs> oh o. Popeye? Sticks, no, no. OC and Sticks.
1: You remember Popeye was a studio film too.
0: Yeah, but that's nineteen eighty. We're talking
1: nineteen
0: eighty six now. Yeah. Uh yeah, I yeah, I like Popeye. I like Popeye a lot. I know I'm – you know, the thing about that movie is you can watch it ten times, and and, and the fucking background, man, you just focus your eyes somewhere else than the front of the screen, you're going to see shit you've never seen before. Yeah. Seriously.
1: The only problem with Popeye is that Robin Williams is perfectly cast, but it was ten years too early for him. He needed mm-hmm. to get a little okay. more seasoning and a little more acting chops on him before.
0: Still, I think it's a pretty good attempt. Seriously, oh, I do. Paul did.
1: Smith is perfect as Bluto. Uh tell you, ball is olive oil.
0: Period. She was bored for that fucking role. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Everybody in that, Paul Dooley, everybody in that. Is just perfect. It's just, it's just so odd and off-putting. You know, well, it's not it's what like you expect. Well, it's like the expected. original
1: comics, not the cartoons.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It's the E.G. Seeger uh, uh, Thimble cedar. That's what it is. Yeah,
1: That's- which is, which was long out of print and not read by then. I don't think mm-hmm. they got back into print to around eighty five eighty six. The symbol theater anthologies as they called them.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
1: But yeah, I mean Fred Ward was all over the place. He was like uh in the well, there's his HBO movie which is Cast a Deadly Spell another great Great movie, which I don't understand why the producer said, oh, this movie is a complete failure. We're going to totally recast its sequel and just,
0: uh Yeah. Eric Bogosian does not work. Trust me.
1: And Dennis Hopper doesn't work. We needed no. Fred Ward back. Yeah. He was perfect as a hard-boiled Howard Phillips Lovecraft.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's such a, go ahead. I, I'm just going to say it's such a fun movie. Um, And it really is. And and, and it's a shame that people don't know it. Well, what was the TV series that was on sci-fi based on a book series uh <laughs> Sort of like the same thing it with the private eye, and it was oh, uh, yeah. uh but yeah i that that that's one too uh but but of deadly spell is a great little movie. it really is,
2: yeah.
1: That was always really Fred Moore's problem with getting uh, Lee Is He always had that grizzled private eye face. He had the kind of face you'd see on the cover of a Mickey Spillane novel.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely.
1: And that's not an insult, people.
0: No, not at all. Not at all.
1: So long, Fred. Thanks for the good movies, and we're definitely going to miss you.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep, we are. No question. No question.
1: And uh, the leader of the MC5 has uh, said last week uh, in response to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Carl. Who gives a fuck for the Hall of Fame? All you fans who voted for me are the ones I give a shit about, not no damn Hall of Fame. So thank you yep. and much love to everyone who voted for me.
0: Nice. Now that that's class. That's class.
1: I mean, how can it be a Rocky Ohio thing without the MC5, the New York Dolls, and Devo?
0: Yes. You know, you know. the weird thing is there, with the exception of Judas Priest, which basically got in the back door, okay? Yeah. They came in by the back door. Uh, uh, there were no rock groups. There were no rock groups.
1: No. I don't see how Eminem made it. He's always been overrated in my eyes. Yeah,
0: overrated. I can see why. You know, we can call him overrated, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But that being said, uh, people love him. People love him. And so, you know, that's what it is.
1: Well, you know what I think about most people. Their opinions are good but not valid. <laughs>
0: so well, they well, ground you know,
1: it
2: the
0: too much? Says, yeah. Go ahead. I, I was I was just going to say, the thing is, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now is the popularity. It's popularity. You know, to me, Jan Wenner really fucked things up because he let his own personality dictate who should be in there and who shouldn't. And 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 it's a joke now. Who so he had many a grudge
1: groups. against?
0: Yeah, seriously, seriously. You're not going to see Harry Nilsson in there. You're not going to see Jethro Tull in there, and they both absolutely should be there.
1: I don't like Harry Nilsson, but yeah, he deserves to be in there.
0: And Jethro Tull, fuck you, he has to be in the hall thing. Oh God, no. yeah,
1: that, yeah. I mean, Seriously. there's just so many good groups that aren't in there that just baffle me. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the police are in there, but Sting isn't for his solo work, deserves to be in there. And so does your guy.
0: No, actually, no. I, I would disagree with that because, you know, we just did a show yesterday yeah. on on musicians that came from uh, a, a rock band, and I, I picked Stuart Copeland. And mm-hmm. the stuff that he has done has not been rock and roll at all, hardly, <laughs> except for the Clark Kent stuff that he did. I mean, he uh, the stuff I put in, like like he was in a couple of supergroups. He's in Gizmodrome now and Oysterhead, but they're really odd, strange breeds. Uh, and then and then he does Italian pop, he does African, he does all this other stuff. No, I don't think he wants wants to be there. I I would suspect at one point that he's going to be in the American uh, Composers Hall of Fame. I'll bet. Yeah. You. I'll bet you. You know the man has fucking composed operas, three of them, and he's got a fourth one coming. That's going to be uh, premiered by the San Diego Opera.
1: So did uh, Zappa, and I'm shocked that he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Oh no 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 no! He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because of the way he died. Okay, uh, I could I remember that very strongly. He died, and they, it was like a five year waiting period that they were were going to do, and they just said nah, he's in. So that summer, I took John and Andy and 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 and. Uh, everybody to to there specifically to see uh uh his uh his not his induction but his uh plaque exhibit. and everything like that yeah, yeah his exhibit
1: didn't they have like the bicentennial outfit there
0: no no they didn't they had a couple of his guitars it was only a little corner it wasn't much and they had his plaque and his his bust there uh, but no, no, they didn't really have too much. I didn't need much. I just wanted to see that he was there.
2: Yeah. That
0: was important. You know, the just day like, he died. Uh, go ahead. I was just I was just gonna say the day he died, I was at the music store. I had like ten phone calls and like eight people show up like, Are you all right? Are you okay? Do you want to take the day off? You could close the store if you want. No, seriously. I had so many people because they knew how much I loved Frank Zappa.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, there's just so many good things that aren't in there that I've given up on them. I just watch. It's like the documentary field. I just watch them to see how I can bitch this year. That's the reason I watch the Oscars so I can bitch. But they did the in memoriam good this year, so fuck it, they get a pass.
0: Yeah, except for that fucking music.
1: Oh god, yeah.
0: That that was a fucking disaster. The the the, the who they honored, they did a great job with. Okay, but the staging of it, oh god, that was horrible.
1: And it's good and sad to see that people are start starting to go back to the movies. But then we're seeing the backlash of it, which is people are getting so used to seeing movies at home that they don't want to go out to the movies anymore.
0: Count me in on that group. Seriously. Count me in on that group. Because, yeah. you know, strictly and everything, um, it, it, you know, I mean, I went out with a friend of mine uh, over the weekend. It was nice yeah. to go out and eat, so on and so forth. But, man, uh, it, it's it, we're back to an orange alert in Nassau. And I might get to, to a red alert here this week. And if, that, if it comes back to a red alert because of this it's, uh, uh everything's going to fucking close down again.
1: Well, look at a uh, freaking doc. I ain't going to mention where he went, but he went there and he caught COVID. With him being there, he wasn't there like 6 hours, was he?
0: No. No, and, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he had it beforehand or he caught it there. I think he probably had it gestating beforehand because of work and because of some other things he was doing up in Utica. Uh, yeah. but uh yeah, yeah, he felt he made it to the first bit of that that event, and then you know, in the middle of that event, he left because he felt like shit.
1: If you have a weakened immune system like mine, uh, it's best to stay in or wear a mask.
0: Absolutely. Still, you know, I mean and- this. This past, past Sunday, uh, I came home from church and I felt like crap. I thought I had COVID. I literally thought I had COVID, and I took a test. And then I went across the street to take a test at the the uh, at the Rite A or CBS. I'm sorry. Uh yeah. And I did, but my, man, yeah, I always mask up, always.
1: People are getting too comfortable too quick.
0: Yeah. Seriously. God. Okay, I want to bring up something. Uh, okay, go it's ahead. Slightly, it's slightly personal, and I want your opinion on this. Uh, and it yes, really has you have bad B.O. To, uh, well, I do. I already know that, so don't worry about it. Um, so yesterday we had a major shooting in Buffalo.
1: Oh, 10 God, people dead. yeah, that.
0: And, today, there, today? There's one dead and four critically, today there's one dead and four critically injured at, uh, uh, at a shooting at a Presbyterian church in Laguna Woods, California.
1: God damn.
0: Seriously. You know, I I mean this this is horrific. And and Buffalo is is like an adopted hometown for me because I, we lived 90 minutes away and, and there were always time I was going up to either there or Niagara Falls always. So, you know, that, that's like a, an adopted city for me. And, 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 uh, the shooting up there was racially motivated. It was, at a shopping, uh, was at a grocery store in a black neighborhood and they, they caught the guy and, and, uh, Definite, definite, uh, uh, he was uh, radicalized during COVID and and definitely racially motivated. Now, I don't know much about this, this one in Laguna Beach, but, you know, I'm a church organist. You know, I mean, something like that during the church service, that's horrific. That's horrific. And And I don't know what needs to be done Okay, but something you know this is uh this past year twenty twenty one we had the most gun deaths we ever had we're on we're we're on track to do, for it to be even worse this year, so you know something's gotta be done, and that's all yeah, I'm gonna say these about white that
1: boy, these white boys with their metallic dicks,
0: mhm.
1: Get some pussy, not go on shooting sprees, please. God damn.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, and uh, what do you think about that stupid idiot the other week who went and tried to jump on stage and attack Dave Chappelle?
0: Well, We haven't really even talked about the slap at the Oscars, which I'm sure we will. But Oh, but, we can get uh, into that right yeah,
1: now, you know, the slap hurt around the world.
0: You know, you know. To me, there is a it's almost like there's a culture war going on against comedians. Now I hate to tell you this. You go to a show by a comedian, you're going to get offended. More than likely. And you know what? That's the point. They're supposed to shake you up so that your, your point of view might be changed. This is what they're supposed to do, at least the best of them, you know? And and, and uh, to me, it's, it's a terrible thing to see something like that. And, and there's a number of uh, uh, comedians now that are scared to do what they do, that they're going to be attacked. And, of course, part of that is the Will Smith thing which I yeah. think was one of the most good things he ever fucking did.
1: Yeah. And let's not forget, that guy who attacked Dave Chappelle, he learned a hard way. What happens when you attack someone who is not a nice guy? <laughs> let's just say... Yeah. He got fucked up. His arm was broke. And, yeah, it's like in the old days. Like, imagine if some fan got pissed off at Bruno San Martino and jumped in the ring and took a swing at him. Would he learn the hard way what would happen to a guy?
0: Well, you, you know, you know how much I love Zappa. Zappa was attacked. He was thrown off stage and broke his uh, both legs and 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 and, and uh, uh, injured his spine. He was in a fucking wheelchair for a year. Yeah. And you know, didn't the I, roadies
1: take him uh, take that guy backstage and have a talk with him?
0: I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Just like the casino will have a talk with you if you beat them too hard.
1: If you cheat. It, if they cheat. If they finally yeah. cheat on Yeah. You see, that's what we called it in our day. We called it, well, we had to talk to them and give them a little education on what not to do.
0: Yes. <laughs> Seriously.
1: And that's why we got so many shootings nowadays. We see the cause. But there's never a response.
0: No. Which which is it's terrible. It's like
1: it's like in the old days. You fuck around, you got your ass whipped. You got consequences.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How many
1: how many times did you get
0: spanked when you were a kid? I I got spanked a shitload, trust me.
1: Yeah, me too. I got spanked a shitload. Seriously. Yeah. And I can't think of a time I didn't deserve it because I was acting a fool. You know. Yeah. True. Very
0: true. Very true. But, what yeah, I I mean,
1: well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Actions equal consequences. That's. Oh, my generation has been a bunch of horrible parents when it comes to discipline. Well, you know, they
0: talk about the psychological damage. And I'm not saying they're not right about that. But you find a way to get through it, hopefully. You do. You know, if, if I hadn't have done that with the people that bullied me and did the things to me that ha- happened when I was a teenager and a kid, um, I wouldn't be here today. Seriously. I would not have I would not be here today. It's a shame.
1: Yeah, and that's I the whole thing ask- about
0: gun violence too. You yeah. know, the gun violence. There's no there's no response. No no response from the government or anything about trying to you know, quell all the violence. They don't care. They just and care the about their second...
1: Yeah, yeah though, all I care about is my Second Amendment rights. Yeah, you got a right to us bear arms when someone's attacking you, but you don't have the right to own enough fucking guns to fucking kill a goddamn army. The funny thing We're
0: about giving- that
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Finish up. Well, I I was just going to say the funny thing about that is I grew up in in a big hunting area in in Bradford, Pennsylvania. I
1: did too around here.
0: I remember back in the 70s, the NRA. It was all about safety. I had to take a gun safety course. I had to pass a written test and, 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 and it was all about safety. That's not what it is now. You know, I don't know what the hell changed, but it's all about we have the right to own guns because of the Second Amendment. Maybe so, but you have a right to make them safe. To make sure yeah, they're we not were, accessible. To we were raised
1: to be too kind, afraid of two things. We were raised to be God-fearing and gun-fearing.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah, they always say, always treat a gun like it's loaded.
0: Mhm. Very true. And just to really scare you, there have been three times in my life where I've actually shot guns. Does that frighten you?
1: No, I'm scared. I'm shocked at so little is that country town life you come from.
2: Well, I, I didn't like guns.
0: And I didn't like hunting, so I didn't go. Now now the one thing I did go, which I did like, was archery season. I liked archery season. I was horrible at archery, but I I went out with a friend of mine a couple times during archery season, but not during gun season.
1: Yeah, you need skill to use a bow and
0: arrow. Mm -hmm. My friend was really good at it. I saw him bag one with a bow and arrow. But I was terrible. (laughs) And this was back in the day where Bradford had a gun club and they had a rifle club. And they were like top uh, high school and rifle club for years. So I'm not against guns. I just think, you no, know, we got to be smart about them and got to make things safe and limit the uh, the ability to get them. That's all.
1: We're not anti-guns. We're anti-stupid people. Mm-hmm. If you're taking your nine-year-old kid and putting them in a photo with you and giving them a goddamn automatic machine gun to hold in the photo, you're doing something wrong there, people.
2: Mhm.
1: And you keep saying, I need this automatic uh shotgun that shoots like forty shells a second. Why? For hunting. Well, what the fuck are you hunting?
0: <laughs> Aliens?
1: <laughs> yeah, hunting. From- I-, <laughs> I mean, imagine you're hunting a squirrel or something like that. You shoot it. How the hell are you going to know you hit the squirrel? There ain't going to be nothing but a little grease spot left.
0: <laughs> Funny you should mention that. My my brother has a uh, uh, place out in Cordon Township, uh, and uh, he's got a deck, got a gun there, shoots squirrels, eats them. Yeah.
1: There's nothing wrong with you, them, but I'm against trophy absolutely. hunters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, the one nice thing about that area is you can give your venison to the homeless and to the food food banks and that sort of thing, and they'll process it for
1: you. Yeah. That's one of the best things that a crazy-ass Ted Nugent ever started.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Waste not, he used want to not. Up,
0: he, he used to hunt up in our area, uh, Allegheny National Forest. He used yeah. to hang out there. Did a couple of his uh, TV shows from there, actually.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, we would, in my day, if you hunted for trophies, you would be looked down upon because that would be meat that someone could eat. Mhm. Like my grandmother a yeah, coral, uh rabbit oh, yeah. you know, whatever.
0: Grouse, um, uh and I love venison jerky. Fucking love venison jerky. Yeah.
1: As long as it ain't from Farmer Vincent.
0: Oh. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Just remember I've been in the Terribles, man. John Ratzenberger is the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: I mean people are just gone crazy nowadays. I mean really. That guy, that guy, oh, and you're right, that guy from yesterday. He did post i read that he posted a lot about white power and how uh, mm-hmm. these other guys that walked in and shoot up are his heroes.
0: John Roof and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How come that, you know, we got Homeland Security. If they see somebody like that, why don't they red flag his asses possibly halfway or fully fucking crazy? hmm
0: There's I too mean, much of that around, man. I mean, can they even keep up with it? I mean, seriously, look at the Oath Keepers and all this shit that went down on the sixth of January. Yeah. You know. And, and and they didn't even think that there was gonna be, you know, violence. Yeah. You know, they don't keep up with it. If they're not vigilant enough in my mind anyway.
1: I know, and all these people that invaded the White House that are crying now because President Tr- Trump abandoned us. Of course, he will.
0: He doesn't give a shit about you, or he only cares about himself. Yeah, Seriously. he doesn't give a shit about you. No. Yeah. Crazy. Um
1: Yeah, we so are all
0: crazy. Absolutely. So we should probably move on into another subject and make it a little lighter. So so
1: What's scaring me is the new Top Gun movie is getting good reviews. As much as I hated the original. Possible? How is that possible? I don't know.
0: You know, okay, so here's a question for you.
1: Uh, What is
0: it, 30 years since the first Top Gun?
1: Yeah. Or something
0: like that? So think back. Is there a movie back in the 90s, 80s, or 70s that needs a sequel that's never had a sequel? I can pick a one. What? Harold and Maude.
1: Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
2: Maybe, uh,
0: uh, uh, but Harold and Maude, think about it, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but court is now the age of 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 Maude. Yeah. You know, it's time to tell a story now, and what happens before he passes away? Seriously, yeah, but, if I, I'm surprised nobody's working on that fucking script.
1: I'm surprised that people are still talking about oh, it's as good as the first film, if not better. And all this crap, and this is just some pro-America, let's go to war and blow some shit up type movies.
0: But, you know, jingoistic films like that have always been 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 around. Some better than others, and not all of them, you know, make the grade, but damn, I mean, it's been a feature of our... our you know, ever since we started in film back in the, you know, 1900s.
1: Yeah. But everyone in the Good Reviews always say about four or five times in them, Tom Cruise flies his own stunts, his own stunts. He flies his own planes. Who gives a flying shit?
0: Let him do some of the, the, the own stunts that Jackie Chan did, okay? Then I might be impressed. Yeah. Seriously.
1: But just looking at the summer listings, it just seems like it's going to be a boring summer. It doesn't seem like there's going to be any art film for the people who are older this summer.
0: Okay, so now that I know you're talking about that, let me do something here and try something. Uh Summer two thousand twenty two releases. Okay, so let's see. Uh so uh taking the IGN
2: mm-hmm. okay,
0: movie guide. Let's see, Firestarter, of course that, that just started. Downton Abbey, a new era. Uh who cares? Oh, now, that one. What? For, what? Go ahead. There is one I am interested in. Men. What? That's the oh, Alex yeah. Garland.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Ex Machina, Annihilation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That one hits at the end of the month.
0: Right. May 20th. Actually, next week, it looks like. Yeah. Um, and then Top Gun, Maverick. Oh, God. Then there's always the Bob's Burger movie.
1: No, but I never liked that bland-ass TV show, and I don't think I like the bland-ass movie.
0: Okay, we got the release of the summer here. Wow. Okay, Crimes of the Future, U.S. date June 3rd.
1: Yeah, hopefully it doesn't flop.
0: Well, I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be one of those, like, it'll stick around. You know, not many people are going to see it because they're going to be afraid to see that fucker. But, yeah, it's going to stick around. I think it will.
1: Yeah, that's what I like. I'm afraid to see it. (laughs) Let's go then. (laughs) Ah, You know.
0: Let's see. How many of us want to see Jurassic World Dominion? Okay, silence is golden. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <No>, uh... <laughs>
1: then there's always light here.
0: Again, silence is golden. You know that's the one <laughs> about Buzz Lightyear. Uh, yeah. Uh...
1: I, if that? Oh. Oh, what? Uh... Okay,
0: go ahead. No, Go, go ahead. ahead.
1: That no, one because looks I was good on the trailer, but I probably won't see it.
0: Hmm. Okay. So Baz Luhrmann is back with his bio of Elvis.
1: If it's batshit insane like Moulin uh, Rouge, you'll be good. But if it's sort of normal like Romeo and Juliet, it'll suck.
0: Okay. Here's one that looks really weird. Uh, Marcel the shell with shoes on. Try saying that three times. That three times. Okay, there you go. This quirky 824 mix of live action and stop motion is here to brighten your summer as a documentary filmmaker helps Marcel, uh, a one-inch tall shell, search for his family. Also features Rosa Salazar, Thomas Mann, Isabella Rossellini, and uh, Conan O'Brien and Brian Williams. Weird. (laughs) Yeah, very. Okay. Ooh, ooh. The Black Phone. June 24th.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke's getting great reviews for that creepy little motherfucker.
0: Yeah, and of course that's Joe Hill too. Um, yeah. Are you joking? Okay. No, I'm not. No, that's Joe Joe Hill. Story by Joe Hill.
1: Are you sure you're not joking?
0: Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. That's, that's why true. he
1: changed his name to Joe Hill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Imagine having a book read the book. Book my joking King. Oh, they're joking. It's a kitty. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Minions, The Rise of Gru. If you're I into hope, Minions.
1: If that's as good as the first one, I hope it is. Yeah. Cause the first one's a hell of a drug trip, bizarre little movie, which I love. And you gotta admit, yes. them singing the kinks, you really got me was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> oh it was. It was. I, I make yeah. no bones about that. Now Thor Love and Thunder I've heard good things about. Yeah. And of course that's Taika Waititi. so Yeah. That should be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. This kind of scares me. Uh, there's a remake there's a remake of Blazing Saddles. No, I'm not joking. It's called Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Loosely inspired by Mel Brooks' blazing saddles, Paws of Fury ha- stars Michael Sarah as a down-on-the-slut dog who's trained to be a samurai by a cat mentor, all while a villainous cat wants to destroy their village. And Mel Brooks has a co-writing uh, uh, credit on it. I don't know about that.
1: That sounds like when you, that sounds like you were stoned and you were trying to describe to me this movie that you were watching. Yes. You know, stoned on a lace joint. (laughs) What?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Then, no idea where the crawdads sing? I have no idea.
1: They sing out back. Look, okay, good. And they're pretty damn good, too. No-
0: okay. Then there's Nope, which is Jordan Peele's new film.
1: Yeah, the title sums have- up my feelings about that movie. Okay. Nope. Here's one
0: for you. Art. Nope. Nope. So, here's one for you. The DC League of Super Pets.
1: That trailer looked funny. Yeah. So if it gets good reviews I'll watch it.
0: Okay. Now I do want to see this next one. Uh Bullet Bullet Train.
1: That's been delayed again.
0: I know. I know. I've been wanting to see this for a while.
1: Yeah, it looks wacky as shit.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Then there's Vengeance, which is a thriller about a radio host who attempts to solve the murder of his girlfriend, travels down south to investigate the circumstances of her death.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You ain't from around here, are you? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, not. Then there's a new movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Satire-laced Gen-C slasher. No thanks. Mm. Okay, so there's also Secret Headquarters, which stars Owen Wilson, uh, and it's about a kid who discovers a hidden lair under his home that seems to belong to a superhero. Who, of course, is his dad, I'll bet you. And that has been done. That has been overdone. Yep. Ooh, okay. Here's something for you. It's uh. almost a sequel to Roar.
2: Okay, it's called
0: <laughs> Beast. No, I'm not joking. It's called Beast.
2: Uh-huh. Get this.
0: You're going to love this. Igress Elba and Charlton Copley. Starting this thriller about man visiting a game reserve in South Africa with his daughters, who becomes prey to a dangerous lion that begins stalking them. Okay, I'm in.
1: I'm there when you said Idris Elba and Charlton Copley.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many characters Charlton will, will play.
1: Come on, we got to give
0: a shout out to that. To, 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 uh, Hardcore oh, Henry, yeah,
1: Hardcore yeah. Henry. Yeah, we got
0: to, yeah, got to give a shout out. That would be crazy to
2: every a different character
1: who gets killed every five minutes. Okay.
2: <laughs> we love
0: him in that by the way. Yeah. Then, then in August you've got uh, a Samaritan, which is Julius Avery, who helmed 2018's Overlord. Hmm. Direct Sylvester Stallone, the tale of a young boy who believes a famed superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may, in fact, still be around. This is based on the Mythos Comics graphic novels. No idea.
1: Well, if it's as good as Overlord, it'll be good.
0: Okay, true. Okay. Okay, I'm in on this one and you'll understand why. It's called 3,000 Years of Longing. U.S. date August 31st. George Miller's first film since Mad Max Fury Road. It's this epic romantic fantasy about a woman who encounters a djinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sold. No question. And that's what I got for the summer.
2: And it's not as
0: bad as you thought.
1: It's not as yeah, but there isn't any good quirky art films outside of crime oh. for the future. Not like yeah, the yeah. Green Night or something bizarre like that.
0: But 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 you know, I, I, I would I would bet you to guess that one Cronenberg film is worth three quirky independents that come out during the summer. I'm I'm just yeah. gonna say that.
1: Yeah. And if you have Shudder, uh next month well, June seventeenth is the debut of Phil Tippett's Mad God.
0: Oh God. I so wanna see that.
1: Oh God, yeah, me too. Hopefully not sober. One. That's one that you might want to break out the psychedelics for.
0: I don't know. I, you might want to try it sober first. <laughs> you know, you know, if you have psychedelics and you watch that, you may never fucking recover.
2: Yeah. Ah!
0: Yeah, seriously. I might try that sober.
1: Yeah. It just looks so dirty and grungy, doesn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know what it reminds me of? What? In a
0: lot of ways. Um, did you ever see Hard to Be a God? Yeah. The Alexa Gaerman film uh, that he spent seven years on—that's the yeah. greatest motherfucking science fiction film I've ever seen. And what I've seen of Mad, Mad God—it has a, sort of the same aesthetic aesthetic to it
1: yeah well it took like 10 to 15 years to make mad god if it wasn't for the thief and the cobbler it would have the record for uh longest ingestation animated movie
0: yeah seriously wow Unbelievable So what else is coming on Shudder?
1: Well the Fangoria Awards tonight But I can give a darn Uh, Joe Bob's back on That's all I know So far they've announced for next month Is that Mad God
0: Nice That's really cool
1: and I'm still waiting yeah, I'm, for Criterion I'm, I'm, to announce Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, damn it.
0: I've been waiting five years for fucking Red Sun. so wait in line, motherfucker. Yeah. Seriously.
1: <laughs> but we need a 4K. uh and basketball first.
0: Oh, well. No accounting for taste
1: Well have you noticed on ASF Ever since the Criterion come out How many people are now Saying oh yeah I always knew Deep Cover was a great movie Yeah motherfuckers
0: (laughs) I've never Yeah We've been waving the flag for that for, what, 10 years at least?
1: Yeah, at the most. Well, I've been waving the flag ever since it came out back in 92. Yeah,
0: same here, same here. But together we've been waving the flag, you know, ever since we got together, what, eight years ago or nine years ago or whatever.
1: What is it that if something like, oh, it's a criterion, that means it's good. That means it's good now. Huh?
2: It was
0: good then, too. You just didn't fucking know it.
1: Yeah, but how many movies have you seen? Let's see, Eddie Coyle. Uh, there and a lot of films that didn't get the love that they should have until they got Criterion releases.
0: hmm One of my favorite 50s films, Green Without a Face got the criterion and, and and suddenly it's this 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 masterpiece which is not but it's still a damn good film
1: yeah i need that box set that has theme without a face and i forget what else is on it
0: i just have the the single theme without a face oh okay. that's the only one i have yeah but yeah great stuff that you're talking about the one with the three uh british films um, with Marshall, whatever his name is, that stars in Fiend uh, Without a Face. Yeah, the I know Richard, the one you mean.
1: Oh, it's the Richard Gordon that, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's it that. comes
1: with *Fame Without a Face, uh The Haunted Strangler, and Corridors of Blood.
0: That's it. That's it. Good stuff. Two of
1: Carlos' best that most people don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Good stuff. And good and movies, what
1: a, too, also. Yeah. Oh, and get ready for people to fall in love with one of your lost gyms in a couple of months when uh, Devil with a Blue Dress has its criterion come out.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah, we, we, we you know what the double feature is to that? Devil with a Blue Dress and, and – um, What's the one on the island that he's The in? Mighty Quinn. The Mighty Quinn. Yeah. That's oh, the that double feature we That a good
1: release. Need. Yeah. That one was good.
0: Oh, yeah. We like our quirky 90s uh, noir. We do. We do. Very yeah, much so.
1: That's the difference between me and Carl right there. He's a 70s noir guy. And I'm a nineties
0: noir guy. Mhm. I think that's generational. I mean, there's ten years behind you know, between our ages. Yeah. Me being the older one with the walker, you know, and and so on and so forth. But uh, Yeah, I mean I grew up in the seventies. So so, you know, the seventies is my fucking decade, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Seriously. I
1: I was in my twenties, was- but I just like uh how well, how angry they were.
0: You're talking about the 90s, right?
1: Yeah, the 90s
0: noirs. Yeah, they were mean.
1: Yeah, like uh, After Dark, My Sweet, The Grifters, The uh, uh, The Last Seduction, Red Rock West, mm-hmm. which someone oh, yeah, put out in good editions, damn it.
0: Yeah, agreed. Then you have your your you know Devil with a Blue Dress, and you've got the Mighty Quinn, and you've got a number of them from that era too. For me, yeah. the '90s are the mean period period of, of uh, '90s stars. The '70s were the depressing ones. '70s were fucking depressing beyond belief.
1: Yeah, I got two the, of those. I think yeah. Uh, let's see, last month, and that's uh, Straight Time and Night
2: Moves.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the end of these are so fucking downbeat, man, in the 70s. We were just so disgusted, seriously, uh, and, and and we were pissed, uh, but it came out as, as depressing. You know, things like Scarecrow, one of my favorites this is the Nickel Ride, uh, you know. Um,
1: Eddie Coyle.
0: Eddie Coyle. Yeah, seriously. Well long goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly depressing, but boy is it cynical as fuck. <laughs> yeah.
1: But good yeah, stuff. I mean, it's just weird how uh the eighties noir is good but it's pretty. It's like me Vice, you look at the first of it, it's all style, and then you catch the end of the series, and it gets so downbeat and cynical.
0: Well, you know, you know, if I talk about 80s more, um, and you talk about Michael Mann, you talk about, um, um, what was the first Thief, which was 81? Uh, then, of course, yeah. my favorite of his in the 80s is Manhunter. Manhunter, is just
1: yeah, Manhunter, uh, and don't forget Freakin' with to live and die in L.A.
0: Oh God, I have a fucking look at you know to me that's a seventies noir that was made in the eighties.
2: That
0: and has the most
1: Freaking,
0: cynical.
1: Freakin', yeah, Freakin's never ahead. been able to get his heart out of the seventies.
0: God bless him for that.
1: Even with rampage, Seriously. which more people need to see,
0: mhm agreed. agreed, and
1: they need to be a, and they need to be a criterion blu ray of rampage with all three endings available to add to watch on with the movie.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that in ages, man. That's, that's kind of hard to see if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, amazing stuff. Seriously.
1: And then Cohen come out with two great underrated ones in the 80s, uh, Special Effects, and what's the other one?
0: Well, oh, the one with Ann Carlyle. I can't think of her name. But Special yeah. Effects is pretty really fun. Yeah. That's the one where Eric Bakoshin is actually well cast. <laughs> yeah.
1: They were Yeah, the somebody somebody
0: Bukosin. posted on uh, somebody posted today on Facebook, you know, I've never heard of this film. Right? And it's the ambulance. It's the Collins the Ambulance which came out on <laughs> on, on VH. Never heard of it.
1: And look at this cast. I've never even heard of it.
0: And I just put two words. It's Larry Cohen, or actually three. It's Larry Cohen. It's worth watching.
1: Yeah. Larry Cohen. Yeah. It's wackier than the trailer makes it out to be.
0: <laughs> it's a lot wackier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a beautiful scene. J.J. Jones is in this, right? And he plays a detective. Yeah. There's this- and, and when he dies, he, he he's run over by a car. He has this tendency to chew gum all during the film. Right? So then he's yeah. dying. He's like furiously chewing gum, saying, I can't taste it anymore.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Not joking either. Some hysterical.
1: of Larry Cohen's best films of the 80s were stuff that he did for DTV. Uh, yeah. Special effects and that other one we can't think of the title of. The Ambulance. And of course. Which is
0: actually
1: 90s. Yeah. Yeah, go it's ahead. His sequel cut- duology of, uh, for Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's Alive three it And Returns to Salem's Lot
0: Oh my god Island of the Alive Otherwise known as It's Alive 3 Is so fucking wacky And you know what You know let's just bow down To the greatness The wonderfulness Of Michael Moriarty That man is fucking unhinged In that movie How
1: long does this tranquilizer last Uh 30 minutes Let's see. Boom. You mother <laughs> boom.
0: <laughs> it's beautiful. It's fucking yeah. beautiful, man. It really and is. And
1: then return to Salem's lot with Sam Fuller and Michael Moriarty. i Mr. Are you a vampire? Kid? Are you a vampire hunter? No, kid, I'm not a goddamn vampire hunter. I'm a fucking vampire killer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how how can you not love that? Seriously.
1: Yeah. And one vampire getting killed by having an American flag rammed through him. And then Mike is yep. going, God bless America. <laughs>
0: by the way. The other film is Perfect Strangers.
1: Oh, Perfect Strangers, yeah. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that was a that was a good decade for him, man. I mean, I mean, if you take a look at the eighties, not counting See China and Die, Full Moon High, Q, Perfect Strangers, special effects, the stuff. It's Alive Three, A Return to Stanley's Lot, Deadly Illusion, which actually kind of sucks, and. Uh, and then, no, and then Wicked Stepmother. Oh, God. <laughs> Never mind.
1: And you're forgetting the one that he wrote from the 80s. Okay. Bestseller.
0: Oh, my God. What a great fucking film. That That's superb. We were talking about that the other day about James Woods. Yeah. You know, there was just this period where James Woods was James Woods, and he was cool as fuck. Okay, maybe not now, but back then, that motherfucker was cool.
1: He he was better in that movie than that movie has any right to be.
0: It wasn't just him; it was it was Dennehy. Yeah, Dennehy too. The 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 two of them. There's that one scene where 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 he he comes in. Then he's he's at his parents' house comes into Denny Hiddy's room, uh, threatening him to kill him. Then uh-huh. then he uh pulls out a knife and puts it to his crush and and and, and uh uh James Wood just says, We'll call this one a draw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> It's one of those, if you get a chance to see it, watch it. It's good.
0: It's really good.
1: Yeah. Unlike most, if it says DTV and it has Larry Cohen's name on it, watch it. Because he seems to have more fun with those than he did with some of his studio outings. Wicked Stepmother.
0: Well, you know you know, the thing about Wicked Stepmother and, and, and uh Deadly Illusion, he was basically fired from both. Um uh in one instance he was fired. That's Deadly Illusion. The second one, he wasn't fired, but but basically Betty Davis walked off the set. So he had to think about what the fuck to do. Right? The one thing, even when he fails, there's gonna be something interesting to watch in those movies. Yeah. You know. And 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 that's my 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 take on Larry Cohen.
2: <laughs>
0: and when he's on, man, he's fucking on. Seriously. Yeah.
1: And man, you differ cuz you think Full Moon High is good and I think it sucks ass. It's
0: one of his failures. Well, I'm not saying it's one of his best films. It's not. Okay. But anyone,
1: anyone
0: who who basically hires Ed McMahon to play an overbearing patriotic asshole of a father who quotes, uh, who sings the Star Spangled Banner. And he sings the Star Spangled Banner in Romanian. (laughs) Okay. I want you to. Just think about that in a second. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking brilliant shit. Maybe it didn't hold together, but there are there are bits and pieces. And I'll tell you what, it's a hell of a lot better than Teen Wolf. That's it's not shit saying but... but it is, and everybody loves Teen Wolf. They ought to watch Full Moon High. I'm not saying it's a great film, but it's a lot better than than. than than what you think it is and it's certainly quirky as fuck it is not normal
1: it's boring as hell if you ask me boring I fell asleep during it twice trying to watch it
0: well I was laughing my ass off and and, uh, it was either that or my mouth was on the floor because it was so fucking weird (laughs) one of the two yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you get a director who does something really oddball that that you just can't put your head around, right? What the uh, hell is you know, a like,
1: normal Larry Cohen film? There is none.
0: No, what is his most normal film? You know, in a lot of ways, "Perfect Stranger" and, and special uh, effects really are, to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, certainly not bone. <laughs> no.
1: Bone, bone, where you been? Round the corner and back again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, of course, it's it's it's. Uh, Nom de plume, dial rack for terror. What the fuck <laughs> is that?
1: Well, who knows what to think of that movie because once you watch it, you're like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but uh, you, know, you know what? A, no, not even that. I was going to say The Private Files of J. Edgar Hoover, but no. <laughs> Never mind. No,
1: that one was mean, and I loved it for being mean and truthful.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I love the, the scene with Dan. Daly. Go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I,
0: I was. I, I just love that scene with Dan Daly and the, uh, you know, listening to the tapes, jerk it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a PG movie, by the way.
1: <laughs> 70s PG again.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, Lord have mercy. But, yeah, I mean, I don't even, there's just so much out there that's good that's not on streaming and not easily able to get on disc without paying out your ass. For a fucking old copy of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, there's so much genre stuff being put out, right? And and yeah. and I think that's a good thing. But but you know, I think it's overloaded so that a lot of these oddball films, uh, and and uh, you know, British and and foreign stuff, doesn't get out. You know, I mean. There still isn't a uh, – I don't think there's still a, a, a DVD or even a, a Blu-ray or DVD even of uh, Deep End. I don't think that's ever been released.
1: BFI, motherfucker, I told you. What? BFI has a no all-region all Blu-ray DVD combo of Deep End.
0: Oh, nice. But not when I had a DVD player or a Blu-ray player, <laughs> which yeah. I don't have any But yeah, no, it's just... out. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, really, that's going to be a big problem in a couple of years. Is that? Your movie is going to have to be fucking great for people to come see it in the theaters because the three-star movies that would make a little money and then do decent on video, they're going to be the ones that people are like, eh, I'll wait for it to hit streaming. Yeah. So it ain't how much money you spend on it, it's how much quality you have.
0: Yeah, and, and, and of course, you know, we are We were talking about the box office and releases earlier in the podcast, but the problem is, you know, let's not forget the, the real effects of COVID and the quarantine. There are so many people out there, and we mentioned this briefly, that's not going to go to a damn theater. They're not doing it. You know, it's the death of the American theater. You know, movie theater, just like David Kronenberg said, it was going to happen.
1: It would be disease. He would think, he thought it would be apathy.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: really, the younger generation has gotten, because of COVID, they've gotten indoctrinated that they're going to get the good releases, you know.
0: Right. You know, and that's just going to hit, hurt the independent more and more. You know, I mean, you know, how many people do I know that are directors that are in, independent and you know, you know, like Mark Savage and, and, and all these people, Joe Dodd, You know, they're going to be hurt because people aren't going to go to the theater to see those. And then they're not going to get enough money from streaming rights and shit like that or even DVD or Blu-ray's to finance another phone. It's not going to happen. It's just that fucking chain.
1: Unless they sell trunk DVDs.
0: Oh, God. Not going to happen. I can just see Joe doing that. Good God. Not going to happen. <laughs> oh, well.
1: Yeah, things are changing and not for the better. Well, and it's COVID. You know, it, That's the one yeah. thing that always amused me. When COVID first hit, they're like, oh, we'll get over this and things will go back to the way they used to be. No, never will. Oh, well, you know
0: what? They, 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 did, they did a study. Whenever there was a, a situation like this, things changed as far as economics are concerned and how things were produced afterwards so yeah. what this is more than anything else is the entertainment industry you know and it's not just movies it's 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 going to concerts and shit like that it's everything live performances oh yeah absolutely and you got people like Joel uh, Weincoop and 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 of course Boyd uh, um, Kaufman in that, who who are doing things within the COVID restrictions and putting out material, which is really good, but but you know you do it so micro budget that it doesn't get the uh, uh, attention it should or the PR that it should right. All the PR that, yeah. that, that Joel does through Facebook know on Instagram and stuff like that. And of course that's another thing. You know, uh the PR and the, the uh uh advertising has completely changed too because of mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah it's pretty crazy to say the least.
1: Yeah. And the world's changing and we're going to have to change with it and in a way we have. Those of us who have been sick for the past two years or just not who have been antisocial to begin with, we were already prepared for this.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, both you and I have, have some physical difficulties and things like that. and And so, you know, we uh we're used to being in our place. You know, uh I mean, I would love to go out to see films again. Uh but but traveling and and, and now we're back on a yellow alert here in Nassau and might go to a red alert here next week. And that means another fucking lockdown. Until this is all taken care of, I I don't see myself going out that much.
2: Yeah.
0: You know and that yeah
1: especially if you've got a really serious compromised immune system due to illnesses and stuff
0: yeah it's it's pretty crazy,,
1: uh, but we'll always remember the good old days and talk about it,
0: oh, without a doubt, without a doubt,
1: yeah. We'd like to thank you all for listening to this special episode. I know Carl's probably itching to do something like this after not having his computer for a week. Usually he's like (laughs) pinballing. He's like pinballing. And Sunday is his, oh, God, I need rest (laughs) day.
0: That's a fucking loot one. (laughs) That's funny. Yes, that is my day to go to do my church work and then come home and fucking collapse, and I don't want to talk to anyone generally. But I'll talk to you, Stephen.
1: Yeah. But thank you, everyone, for listening. And on behalf of me and Carl, as usual, good night. Sleep tight. Good night, don't everyone. Don't let the rats bite.
0: Absolutely, or the bedbugs, or, you know, uh, uh, perhaps Dracula. All right? Good night, everyone. Good
1: night. I'm trying to find it here.
0: Good night, oh, everybody. Wow. Do the Rykooter version sometime. Do the Rykooter version sometime of this.
1: Yeah. I'm a man, <laughs> okay. of, I'm a man of tradition.
0: Okay, da, da,
2: da, 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 da. Good night, sweetheart, well, it's time to go da, 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 da. Good night, sweetheart, well, it's time to go da, 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 da. I hate to leave you, but I will. Good night, sweetheart Well, it's time to go Good night, sweetheart Well, it's time to go I hate to leave you I really must say Oh, good night, sweetheart Good night Well, it's three o'clock Morning. baby, I just can't get right, well, I hate to leave you, baby, I don't mean maybe, because I love on